This is The Jerry Callahan Show. All right, Corrado, I'm not screwing around anymore, all right? I just uh, sprayed Lysol on all my vegetables. I got my uh, gas mask on and got my gloves, and you and I are never, ever getting together again. This is a, a f- remote. I am not leaving my house. I'm not leaving my office. I am, uh, got to be honest, the Omicron scares me. It scares me, Matt. Can you just uh, virtually embrace me? Can you vir- virtually give me a hug? Oh, oh thank you. You're and very you welcome. Can you assure me that the Omicron will not kill me before Christmas? I can't. Please. I don't think anybody can. Nobody, uh, can tell, nobody can reassure you. I was just starting to feel a little better last week that we were going to pull through this, that we you, we were going to survive. And then, then the Omicron struck and, and Dr. Fauci said, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And Dr. Fauci would never, ever mislead me. I, in case you never can't, lied. if you can't see me, I have to two masks i've i was my third i'm gonna wear three masks i have gloves that's definitely safer i have uh i have uh, uh my spray here and uh i don't know what else i can do about this well you're gonna have to Omicron. i think what you should do is you're gonna need to divorce your wife you're gonna have to never uh, see your family again i i already told them remotely only this christmas <laughs> remote only we're only gonna get together where uh i mean i know some people meet in the garage that's what the uh I think it was the CDC or somebody said meet in the garage and then take a test. Yes. A a quick test. I can't take any risks like that because what if someone has the Omicron, they meet in the garage, they take the tests, they would already have killed everybody there before they get the result. Yes. And you know what the worst thing of all for for me, it's not the worst, but it's among them. For my Christmas plans, we were going to have all the family over from Lesotho. We have, I have a lot of family. I didn't tell you this. I have a lot of family in Lesotho, and I have some in uh, Aswanatini. Yes, Aswanatini. I can yeah, tell. That's my my wife's side of the family from Aswanatini, and because of Joe Biden's racist travel ban, my family from As- Aswanatini can't come over. It's going to be an empty Christmas, and and again, again, it's the it's the virus. We can't be too careful. You know, you just can't be too careful. I don't, I, I'm looking at you right now and I cannot believe you're not masked up for our, for our show risk. here on Monday. I'm taking a risk. I know I am, but uh, you are living dangerously once again. And you didn't learn enough from Thanksgiving. You had Thanksgiving by yourself no, because true. you are, because you don't care. You're, 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 this is the, uh, as you know, the pandemic of the unvaccinated, which means you, it's your fault. This thing keeps spreading. It's your fault that people are dying. Well, they're not dying. I heard somebody in Mozambique had the sniffles. Is that true? Uh, that's what somebody? I heard too. I heard it was a mo- like a a very it was a it was a cold. It was uh it was a it was a a cold with some sniffles, maybe a it little bit of a cough. It lasted two days. I think two it was days. about two two very <laughs> difficult days is what it, what it lasted. Uh, can you can you answer me a very simple question, Karana? You're a pretty sharp guy, Thank pretty you. well read. Yes. Although you know you fell for the uh, Rittenhouse. Uh, I wasn't the only one. Form. <laughs> oh, man would we have looked silly if that, have, yeah. but, but can you answer, answer me this yeah what the hell what in the hell is a variant anyway can someone help me with that what is a variant it's, it's a mutation i understand but who cares about a variant if it's like no different in fact this case is milder than the actual whatever the actual virus the variant gives you the sniffles for a day so what? Well, I mean, I'll what, tell you what. They're why saying. are you supposed to change your life because of a variant? Well, they're saying now the vaccine won't protect you. Not like it was really protecting you past six months anyway. But now this variant, it could get around the defense you were given by the vaccine and cause more trauma. Sniffles for two days. Of, of so tell me, yes. Yeah, so if you are vaccinated, you're telling me this now means that you can actually get COVID? <laughs> We'd never known that before. <laughs> I thought we already established that like six like a year ago or whatever, six months ago. You mentioned my family, now, right? You mentioned my family. And the, the whole yes. thing was, was me not being my, my wife not be, not being vaccinated. And they're like, well, okay, if you come to Thanksgiving, then can you get a test? And I'm like, well, if you're all vaccinated, um, but you can spread the de- disease, shouldn't I be more afraid of you? You get tested. <laughs> and you're vaccinated, which means the symptoms will be milder. And you know what it sounds like? It sounds like the Omicron, by the way, if... <laughs> You want to know one thing about the the current state of the panic porn? Consider that they skipped 
when they came up with a uh, letter or number, whatever, for the uh, the variant, they skipped the letter G, which is X I, because you know, out of deference to the, uh, the the Chinese leader, the leader of the Chinese Communist Party. So once again, we're trying to be respectful to the people who unleashed the virus on the world, the people who uh, essentially killed four million people and you know seven hundred fifty thousand Americans. And we don't want to hurt his sensitive feelings. Well, it's is so that- it's so clear that the ties between the Biden administration and Xi the, and uh, oh, and uh, and China right now. I mean, I, I know we'll probably get to this later, but I read that that excerpt from the new book that's coming out on Hunter Biden, and that's one of the most glaring thing is the rich and powerful people in China and the rich and powerful people here are doing the same stuff, are in it's, the same it, business deals. It's amazing, and they're right. Their their guy, their president Xi, and our president Fauci. You know, they have similar uh, goals in mind, uh, and, the, and they're both freaking tyrants. The laptop from hell comes out tomorrow. Again, we, you know, you're right. We'll get to it. But it looks like an amazing book. And to me, it's the greatest example of media uh, corruption uh, you, you will ever see. The fact that they will cover, continue to cover. They did it during the election when big tech suppressed the news and all the, the their 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 handmaidens in the media said oh it's russian different disinformation when they knew it wasn't and they just didn't want to derail the campaign of their guy yeah it was so they're so corrupt they're such liars trump was right about a lot of things but nothing more than his descriptions characterization of the media as enemies of the people that is what they are that is what they'll continue to be when you see this hear this read this google it you can read the excerpt the Bidens are so corrupt, and it makes sense when you look at the timeline. By the way, he's he was about to leave office. He was about his his, role, his run as vice president was over, and he was just saying, "How do I cash in now?" Yeah. All he's always been on the take, but he didn't want to mess around anymore. He wanted many, many millions, so he his his son was on it, and they succeeded. He he, he made uh, what was it, thirty million dollars over the over three the, years, yeah. Over three years, ten million a year didn't introduce people. You know, like who, who, who could Hunter possibly introduce to these Chinese energy executives or representatives of the Chinese Communist Party? And they gave uh, Hunter a free carrot diamond. Saw that to seal the deal. <laughs> that's I thought that's that was like some a sort of mob wedding. thing. You know, that's like a, obviously it's money laundering. He, he, I mean, Hunter is just so corrupt, and his father is just so corrupt that. Maybe some people will surprise me and actually read this book uh, and report on it because every word you read and you say, what if that were Trump or, or not even Trump? Obviously, the media hates Trump and made it their goal in life, their mission to to, to stop man. And they did. But if it were a Bush, you know, if it were Romney, if I mean, if it were anybody but the, the Democrat nominee last year, this would have been the biggest story every day, all day. It's I mean, it's just... <laughs> And they have him down cold because this crackhead left the left the laptop somewhere, and Miranda Devine on the New York Post got a hold of it. So it's all documented. It's not like some crazy conspiracy theory. It's not like the Russian hoax story, which got the New York Times and the Washington Post Pulitzers. It's not like that. Just made up garbage from Hillary Clinton. This is real, and it will be summarily ignored by the corrupt uh, corporate media. I mean, even in this even in this excerpt in the New York Post, there are pictures from the laptop. There's a picture of that diamond next to a penny. There's a there's a picture of a receipt. There's pictures of him. We've got we have documentation of, of actual conversations. It looks like they've got I, there's a picture of an email sent. Um this yeah, it's it's pretty clear that this is real. It's all I mean, it's it's to me the most documented, the most proven political scandal you will ever see because again hunter was is such a loser i mean such a miscreant that he was on drugs and he was wasted and he, oh i forgot the laptop and his answer to, when he's asked about it by one of his one of his uh, lapdogs uh, jimmy kimmel asked about it he says it could be mine i don't know i was drunk i <laughs> was right, stoned right that's his excuse for yeah. everything but who cares what his excuse is they got the goods <laughs> they literally have his email, his correspondence with these uh, Chinese uh, you know, executives, billionaires, they got, the, like you said, a picture of the diamond, which if nothing else is clearly money laundering. He, you think he paid taxes on that gift? Oh, no. I mean, it, it, it's just so absurd that not only is he not going to jail where he belongs, but he's not, ever, he's not even 
not even going to get charged because uh, you know his his dad, his corrupt family, won the White House, control the DOJ, control the FBI. So he's he's cool. He's in the clear. It's not like he was taking selfies on the Capitol Hill steps on January sixth. But uh, I look forward to the laptop from hell. I believe there's another excerpt in today's New York Post. And you're right. You look at it and you go, wait a second. These they got photos. They got emails. Yep. I mean. You can literally see the exchange between the the guys paying the paying the money, the bribes, and the guys selling influence. You could see the back and forth. You could see the numbers, the money. It's not 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 small potatoes. This isn't some some guy getting you know five hundred in cash like no. uh, the the Boston uh, rep who stuffed it in her bra on ca- on camera. <laughs> Diane Wilkerson. Stuffed a couple of hundreds in a bra. That's not like that. This, no, is, this is $30 million with 10% for the big guy. The big guy who was, you know, on their tucket over the weekend out there again. I, I, I don't know when, what we can do to stop him again, killing people in stores and ice cream stores and gift shops in their tucket. He was out there killing people. We'll get to that. We'll get to all that. I mean, honestly, the mask is hypocrisy, just the general hypocrisy from these people is just so glaring that at some point, I don't know, doesn't everyone have to catch on and realize what a, what theater it is? I don't what know. A big, I read, sham it I read, is? I read Twitter comments for the, for people who love or Democrats who are super liberal and they like root these people on. I don't, I don't get it. They like, they want to be enslaved. It's crazy. It's, it's amazing. And, and I've talked about it many times. You'll never see more hypocrisy than with climate change. When you see utter frauds like John Kerry and Al Gore flying in their private jets in their big SUVs, their limos, their boats, their yachts, their mansions, telling you that you have to stop with the, you know, the plastic shopping bag or the plastic straw. Cause you're, you know, killing the ocean or you in, you know, sub-Sahara Africa can't build a power plant because you know you're gonna you're gonna kill the planet. That will ne- that level of hypocrisy will never be top. But the COVID hypocrisy is right up there. Yeah, we'll get to a couple of great examples of that, including our uh, our president who um, was on Nantucket, you know, with all his grandkids. Well, not quite, not quite <laughs> all his grandkids. Uh, uh, and we got so much to get to today, Corona. We get the, the New England Patriots are the best team in the NFL now. Who'd have saw that coming? Enos Cantor, or should I say Enos Cantor Freedom, becomes a U.S. citizen today. I'm pretty excited about that. We'll, uh, we will, um, uh, the, the, the trial of Ghislaine, I guess that's how you say it, Ghislaine Maxwell uh, starts today. And uh, the, the CNN is uh, going to be covering the arraignment of a uh, of an, uh, a maroon uh, SUV in Waukesha. A maroon SUV committed that crime, and that remo- maroon SUV is in big trouble. Going to have to put that it maroon, down. That maroon X SUV is going down. Yeah. Watch. Scrap it. We'll get to that and a lot more on today's Callahan Show, brought to you by DCU. Why do DCU members love their free checking accounts? It's simple. No monthly maintenance fees, no minimum balance, no strings attached. What's better is with direct deposit to their free checking account DCU members can get paid up to two days early. Who doesn't love getting paid early? Zero monthly maintenance fees, zero monthly balance, zero reasons not to switch. They will even remove the hassle of switching your direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more. Make the switch today at dcu.org slash free checking insured by NCUA membership required. All right. That man of the people, Joe Biden, spent uh, the holiday weekend uh, on Nantucket, the way all, you know, men of the people do. Um, can I just say, this is neither here nor there, but is there any doubt that a President Trump, if Trump were in office, would have been in Waukesha already? You've seen him talking to people. You've seen him at that little memorial service. He would have been there because that's what a president does. A president with some, with any compassion. Biden has not even uh, made a statement about Waukesha. I've not even talked about it. I assume he'll be asked about it whenever he faces the media. But uh, I mean, the guy hasn't made a statement about the 13, uh, about the 10 people, innocent people he nuked or he, he uh, droned in, uh, in Kabul, the seven children. Hasn't even talked about that. That was in August. So I guess we shouldn't expect him to show any compassion for the people of Waukesha. Plus, he was busy. You know, he was on Nantucket with 
most of his grandchildren, and I'll mention this again. I'm going to mention this whenever uh, a lot, but it's just something that strikes me when I hear people talk about the compassion, the empathy that Joe Biden has, especially as compared to the last guy. The media, obviously, his his manservants in the media said he was on the Nantucket with all his grandkids. Well, that's not true because there was one, I believe she's still like in Arkansas. She's Her mother's a stripper, her father's a crackhead, and she is a Biden. He doesn't even admit he has that grandchild. And, uh, what kind of human being? I think of my own parents when they were grandparents and how proud they were and how they just lived for their grandchildren. What kind of human being denies his own grandchild because that grandchild's mother is a stripper or worse father's a crackhead lying scumbag does that is that the kid's fault is it's that not the, kid's, the kid's, fault? kid's fault but he's i mean he, he can't he, he's he'll, he'll never he'll never he must send him money i would guess but uh he'll never acknowledge well, them. i mean i hope hopefully hunter kicks uh you know kicks a little back to the little girl not just to the big guy when he's making these big uh, deals with the chinese but just amazes me that you have all your grandchildren with you on Nantucket? No, not exactly. There's one you deny even exists. That, to me, tells you a lot about the man. Also, I guess you got to always have an excuse if you're Joe Biden that you're not really all there. On Nantucket, he's going out, you know, pretend shopping or, you know, pretend going into like a bookstore or whatever, pretend that he's in the cameras are following him. And he's in a store, and it's a real funny picture if you haven't seen it. And he's looking out with that blank stare out the window to the street. And he's got no mask. And right to his right to the left is the sign that says mask required. Yes, yes. So in the store, masks are required, except for the president, who let's you know remind everyone, who is a 79-year-old, sickly, frail old man. Now, I'm not a big mask guy. I know you're not either, but yeah. If you're going to require masks, wouldn't that be the first guy on your list? The guy who is that vulnerable? I'd love the like one one brave uh, store clerk just being like, "I'm sorry, Mr. President, but you're going to have to wear your mask in here." Yeah, yeah, did you see the sign? We got a sign. We got rules. I mean, I assume all the people in the store, the clerks and everyone, all had masks, except the guy who was definitely the most vulnerable guy in the store didn't feel the need to wear the mask. Well, the Biden and, administration and, was hoping he gets it. And, and and was like looking out so the photographers could take the picture with that blank look on his face. But he wasn't the only one. It was a long weekend, obviously a lot of parties, which means lots of, uh, you know, mask fanatics were caught um, maskless, including London Breed, the, 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 the mayor of uh, San Francisco, a city in decline, a, a city in ruins. She was out not just maskless, but partying and dancing and, and surrounded by other maskless people. At the same time, she requires all school children, I mean, kindergarten kids, to wear masks seven, eight hours a day. The mayor of London felt no need to wear a mask, but in her defense, Carano, she was feeling the spirit. It moved her. It moved her. <laughs> but at, at what point, if you're one of these masked nuts, do you say, this might not really be on the level. This, these people who are forcing us to mess up, they're not doing it. The ones who tell you to live in fear of COVID do not live in fear of COVID. It's the same as climate change. The ones who tell you to live in fear of climate change do not fear it at all. John Kerry, Al Gore, do not fear any. I mean, they, they, you know, uh, Obama buys an $11 million house on the ocean. Nancy Pelosi just bought a $25 million house on the ocean in Florida. Do you think Nancy Pelosi thinks that's, that the oceans are going to rise and wipe us all out in eight years? Of course not. I mean, stop listening to these frauds. But anyway, we got Biden. We got uh, uh, London breed. And we have total mm, fear porn over the weekend. Uh, and and it was fun, funny, at least, you know, the many of the accounts I follow had the uh, Trump travel ban from a year ago Yes, in China and their response. Um, Biden said it was, uh, I, I can get the exact wording, but it was xenophobic and it was unnecessary and it was an attempt to keep black and brown people out of the country. Yeah. The same guy just uh, issued a travel ban from 
let's see, uh, Trump's was from China, right? Uh, this would be from, uh, uh, I got the list if you want it. Okay, give me the list and see if you can pronounce the country. Of course better I can. I uh, South Africa, Botswana, Zimbabwe, uh, Namibia, uh, Lesotho, Eswatini, and Mozambique and Malawi. I heard How's of, uh, I've heard of Botswana, I've heard of Zimbabwe, Namibia, I thought was a fictional place in like a movie. Uh, Lesotho, never heard of that place, never even seen that word, Lesotho. Yeah, there's no W there, but Lesotho. Lesotho, Aswatini? Aswatini, I think, yeah. Aswatini, what are they known for? What's their national, what's now, their... Uh, now you know, you're calling me, I can't, I can't answer. It's their flag. I, I don't. <laughs> Malawi and Mozambique. Now, I'm just going to guess that uh, there'd probably be a, a number of black and brown people in those countries. Well, uh, Joe Biden, that bigot, that racist just said they can't come into our country. So sorry, all you folks in Lesotho who are hoping to you know, spend Christmas here in the States. Can't do it. And it, I'm, I'm, it's not me. I'm, I really wish you could come. But uh that uh, that's impossible now because we have a travel plan which doesn't start till today. So they had like three or four days where they could rush our borders with the new variant. Yeah, they're kind of hoping for it. Yeah, the new variant. Now it starts today. So we didn't want to inconvenience people over the weekend. So you were allowed to bring the new variant into the country over the weekend, but you're not allowed to do it beginning today. Now this uh, obviously scares some people. It it, it gives. Uh, it, it, it almost kind of encapsulates, encapsulates the whole crisis here. People were letting their guards down. You know, they were starting to, I don't know, go out places, do things, shop, go to, you know, go to, um, football you know, games. <laughs> yeah. Go, right. The day, I believe the day they issued the travel ban, there were 105 people at the big house in, in, uh, in Michigan, all over college football, 80, 90, hundred thousand people gathered. They were, none of them have proven to be super spread events, so they had to come up with something else to scare everybody. They come up with this Omicron and uh, the new variant, and they send out that uh, that huckster uh, uh, Fauci. Or send out, I mean, uh, who could stop him? You would need, you know, the, the jaws of life to get him out of these TV studios. <laughs> yes. The man wakes up. I mean, he goes to bed on Saturday night, and uh, just so excited like a kid on Christmas Eve, because on Sunday mornings, he gets to sit down with all his friends in the media and and, and tell you how we're all going to die if we don't, whatever, get your third booster and, you know, mask up and all that. So he does the Sunday shows. And and again, I look at it. I look at the clips, the, the, the excerpts, and I say, is there really people in the country still listening to Anthony Fauci? God, that amazes they're me. They're not listening to Fauci. They're listening to science. All right. And and if you thought this guy was an arrogant son of a bitch before, this, I would say, tops them all. I mean, you thought he was a narcissist, an egomaniac before. This this evil little gnome sits down and he's asked about, you know, the senators who've called him out. You know, Rand Paul, who's destroyed him under oath. Rand Paul's the reason we know that we, the taxpayers, funded the research in Wuhan, which gave us the virus, which killed three quarters of a million Americans. Sounds like something that would be, would force at least this old fool to, I don't know, step down, maybe retire. He's almost 81, but again, he'll never retire. They will, he will die on the job. And because he's faithful to Biden and the Democrats, he won't be forced out no matter what he does. So you, you watch this and you say, are we still, so, I mean, I know no one I know is listening to him. No one I know cares what he has to say. But are there still people in America who say, ooh, Dr. Fauci said we might not be able to get together at Christmas. It just blows my mind that there are people like that. Didn't they see any of the hearings when he was caught red-handed, lying under oath repeatedly? Haven't they not followed his track record where he's been wrong about everything? I mean, everything for the last year. Um I was just watching uh, um, uh, Tom Cotton talking about Fauci, and he summed it up nicely because you watch Fauci, and he'll talk about the virus or the, whatever, the mutations, but he never talks about you know, mental health or what masks do to children or what shutting down millions of small businesses do to people that, that own those, that work them. He doesn't care about people. You know? People don't matter. Families don't matter. 
the well-being of children don't matter doesn't matter do you think he's talked a lot about you know the hundred thousand overdoses that this country suffered in the last year does that ever register with someone like fauci he's so just soulless and bloodless and people the fact that people families have been destroyed by the virus uh, or by the not the virus by the overreaction there was a famous or famous there was a kind of a viral video over the weekend of uh, a couple that had been married 70 years or something uh they um they've been kept apart and everyone thought this thing was wonderful uh mary she lives in a nursing home she's 92 she's been married 70 years and hasn't seen her husband who's 95 for 10 months finally they're reunited and it shows him he puts his cane down she's got her walker and they hug and the nurses are watching and i'm saying who the hell kept them apart for the last year they've been married 70 years she's 92 he's 95. what kind of ghoul kept these two people apart it's not the virus it's the people who make these rules people who who have no problem just keeping a couple that's been together for 70 years apart first of all i'm pretty sure they're vaccinated and even if they're not even if it's life-threatening you're going to keep them apart for what reason no reason so they, so that they can live longer she's 92 he's 95 that they, they look very very old and frail they're kissing and hugging i'm looking at it right now and i'm saying what person what what bureaucrat like in the government made the rule that these two can't you know risk it all by holding hands and watching whatever tv together or you know sitting just looking at each i mean it's sick you gotta prioritize you should prioritize quality of life at that point in time you're over 90 years old so why couldn't they have just tested each one of them made sure they didn't carry COVID, and then put them together and they could stay together for the last 10 months it makes no sense to me you know why because they got rules carano they got rules in that nursing home they got rules in that state i mean just nuts and i look at it and there's a there's millions of people saying oh oh, is that wonderful they give you the little emoji with the heart and the breaking the heart thing and they cry and they say, ooh, I must be cutting onions or some stupid thing. And I'm saying, this is nuts. I said, the people did this, not the virus. People who are cruel and heartless, really bad people kept these these two nice old folks apart. I mean, when you think about it, what else are they living for if not each other? Are they living so they, you know, the guy's 95 and he can barely move. You're trying to keep him safe and alive from what? <laughs> a virus that you know that, that that might strike him dead at 96 or 97 i mean it's just crazy the way these people think and fauci's the worst all right we're going to get to fauci because this this guy is just he's, he gives me the creeps now i can't stand to look at him i can't stand to hear from him and we i've been saying for a year or close to a year that he's a, a just a political hack which he is uh i think he proved it beyond a doubt when he was talking to who the hell is he talking to he's got all his friends know. he calls him he always calls them by their first names, you know, Dana and Chuck and George, and they're all buddies. Um, but uh, he sat down for an interview, like he does does quite a bit, and uh, he's on face about, the face the nation. I'm not quite sure who the uh, face the nation who the who the woman uh, he's speaking with is. But so he's asked about uh, it's uh, Margaret Brennan. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know even who watches Face the Nation, but. Uh, they get them on there and go through all the usual stuff. Yeah, can we have a Christmas? Can we celebrate wherever we live our lives? And she asks about people like Rand Paul and Ted Cruz who've called for him to be, to step down or even be prosecuted, which God knows uh, if lying under oath's a crime, and I guess it's not for some people, it's not for good Democrats, but if it were a crime, have you ever seen a better example than Anthony Fauci lying that they did not fund the Wuhan lab experiments when we have the receipts. Ted Paul, uh, uh, Rand Paul and Ted Cruz, they had him. They had him cold. He lied under oath, and it doesn't slow him down at all. He just dismisses it like, oh, I'm I'm science. But it's crazy how what, it's crazy how he's more powerful than senators. Like that's crazy yeah. to me. He's more powerful than anybody when you think about it. I don't think we'd have and and Scott Atlas, who was, you know, the Trump guy in the room for all these these meetings, these coronavirus meetings, um, it points out that 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 uh, Fauci never cared about the data, never looked at the science. You know, he never he didn't come to meetings with data. He didn't try to you know, pour over the studies and the research. 
He just made these declarations and expected you to follow them because he is science. But let's listen to the laughter and the arrogance from this little this little tyrant. And you tell me, who who the hell is actually taking him seriously anymore? So anybody who spins lies and threatens and all that theater that goes on with some of the investigations and the congressional committees and the Rand Pauls and all that other nonsense, that's noise, Margaret. That's noise. I know what my job is. Senator Cruz told the attorney general you should be prosecuted. Yeah. <laughs> I have to laugh at that. <laughs> I should be prosecuted. What happened on January 6th, Senator? Do you think that this is about making you a scapegoat to deflect from President Trump? Of course. You have to be asleep not to figure that one out. Well, there are a lot of Republican senators uh, taking aim at this. I mean, That's okay. I'm just going to do my job. And I'm going to be saving lives, and they're going to be lying. Uh, did, did she ever say, did you fund the research of Wuhan? They don't even touch no, they, that because the they, they know he lies about it. But honestly, he says, what happened on January 6th? And I tweeted this. He says, what happened on January 6th, Senator? Which I'm I, I, honestly, I'm a little confused. Like, what is he accusing? I think he's accusing Cruz of sending Cruz people of what? to uh, for an insurrection to take over the government. Okay, that's, that'd be news to me. I mean, I, Trump's been accused of it by Ted Cruz. I guess. Uh, anyway, I said, okay, January 6th, one person was shot dead by the cops. Hooligans broke windows, stole the podium, took selfies, got arrested. Many of them are facing ridiculously long prison terms. Now, my turn, doctor. What happened with that experiment you funded in Wuhan? What happened with that? Oh, I don't know. It just created the virus that killed 4 million people, including 750,000 Americans. It destroyed our economy that, that, that cost, uh, you know, the Western world trillions in wealth. That sounds a little worse to me than January 6th. But then, you know, then I, I guess I go easy on January 6th. But that laugh, this laugh from this little ghoul that just doesn't care about the cost of this virus. And by the way, never ever wants to let it go it's the best thing that ever happened to anthony fauci and he's never going to let it go i would contrast that with the doctor in south africa is she in south africa she or is, botswana yeah. she's, south she's in south africa mm -hmm. she discovered the new variant and fauci obviously and all the democrats and all the media or their allies in the media want you to live in fear they want you double masking they want kids masked up, don't care the cost. They want you staying, staying home, whatever, all the usual stuff. The doctor who discovered the Omicron variant doesn't sound like she thinks it's such a big deal at all. Does she? No. Let's let, I don't even know her name. Let's listen to this doctor who actually, I mean, uh, actually does science, does research. Unlike Fauci, who's like, you know, Ryan Seacrest, he's just on TV all the time. <laughs> yes, you always wonder, like, what presenter. do you do? All you do is TV. <laughs> well, this woman does actual doctoring, and she does not sound all that afraid of the Omicron variant at all. Just cut us off from any traveling. And Hold on a sec. Sorry about that. Here we go. Looking at the mildness of the symptoms that we are seeing, currently there's no reason for panicking as we don't see severely ill patients. I also checked with the hospital, some of the hospitals in my area, and one of the biggest hospitals, they only have one patient currently that's COVID positive on a ventilator, and they don't even know whether it's COVID, uh, you know, it's Delta or whether it is um, Omicron related. We acknowledge that it might change going forward. But the hype that's been created currently out there in the media and worldwide doesn't correlate with the clinical picture. Um, and it doesn't warrant to just cut us off from any traveling and ban South Africa as if we are the villains in the whole process. It should not uh, be like that. This, there's not some talking head. This is the doctor saying it's so mild. And by the way, I don't believe there's anybody hospitalized. Forget dead. Nobody's hospitalized with the Omicron. It's so mild. So it's very uh, transmissible. I understand. But it doesn't 
not only does it does not kill you, it doesn't even put you in the hospital. Mo many people, and it's all over the world now, uh, you know, including in Canada, um, they're not, they're not, they don't even know they have it. So the the thing that you know, Fauci wants you to you know, lock down and sh shut down everything. It doesn't even affect people. You know, it's mild symptoms for two days, including what little fatigue. Yeah, yeah, some sniffles, a little fatigue. <laughs> little sniffles, little fatigue. For that, we've banned black and brown people from entering this country. God, I wish Donald Trump were president right now, just so we could listen to the media scream bloody murder. But it's a different guy, so they don't care. And there's lots of people calling out the hypocrisy well, on Twitter. And there was more of a case for uh, for shutting down, you know, two year, a year and a half ago or whatever, when when Trump did it, because we knew a lot of let, let, less information right. uh, then than we do now. There's way less of a case, and it's it, and and there's no uproar. There was a ton of uproar of it last time. There's nothing here. It's crazy. And and I mean, you look back and you think of people like Biden and, and some Kamala Harris calling him racist for shutting down travel from China, from Wuhan. <laughs> They wanted to let people keep on coming in from Wuhan and Trump stopped it. And, you know, he'll never shut up about it. He was on with Mark Levin last night and he's talking about the shutdown and Fauci was against it and Biden was against it. It's all true, but God, we've covered that ground. Anyway, anyway, this doctor, uh, will she appear on any major, any network tonight? CNN, will they show her? Will MSNBC show her? Will yeah. the New York Times have her on the front page saying, it doesn't warrant this kind of reaction because there's no, nobody's dying. Nobody's going to the hospital. Nobody's on a ventilator. They're just getting tired for a day or two. And then, and then they're fine. They have the immunity, by the way. It's just the, the overreaction to me is so transparent now. It's just so silly that even, you know, even some of these, you know, zombies that you see, you know, uh, the warning people uh, going out maskless or chasing people around, you know, Walmart, telling them to put, put a mask on. Even those people have to acknowledge now, have to recognize now that things have changed and this variant is not going to ruin our lives or destroy your life. But we'll see. They're going to keep on you know, pushing that panic porn and, and telling you, I mean, I, I assume Biden was back in Washington yesterday and they put out a picture. Did you see this photograph with him with his COVID team and Fauci's there and I think I think Kamala Harris is there and they're in the Oval Office. And someone pointed this out, like the, you know, Fauci and the other doctors have the N N95 masks, you know, exactly. the good masks. Yeah, right. Biden's got Biden's got the cheap blue thing that you get when you walk in the grocery store and it's like hanging off, you know, barely covering it. And it's just like you know they took the picture and then took the masks off. You know it. He walked over to talk to the media yesterday, he's got a mask on. So he goes over to answer like one question takes the mask off and coughs on the media and then talks to them. And then when he's done, puts the mask back on. <laughs> like, at what point do you acknowledge, do you recognize that that's just, just theater. It's a show. The guy doesn't even know how to wear a mask, but anyway, anyway, we'll keep following that. We'll see. We'll give you the death toll every day on the Omicron, the Omicron, which is coming for you, coming for your kids, coming for your family. It's coming for Christmas. That should be a little, that should be like a Christmas special. The Omicron that it's stole coming Christmas. To town? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The Omicron is coming to town. It's going to destroy your Christmas. I think at this point, nobody's listening. Nobody's listening there, Tony Fauci. You're lucky you're not in jail, but enjoy your fame. Enjoy your time with uh, Margaret and the rest of the media that are just going to help you continue to, you know, survive. I guess it's amazing. But all right, let's. We got more to get to. What uh, what do you want me to do now? Do you want me to do? Uh, let's see. What do we got? We got home. Are we, we doing home. Omaha steaks? Let's do it. Oh, good. I'm excited. I got to give you credit, Carano. You're not only getting the getting some uh, some clients. You're getting the good ones. You're getting the good ones. You got my pillow. We got Omaha steaks. I love Omaha steaks. I got the Omaha steak. I think it's the uh, package, the perfect gift package for my birthday in the summer. I told you about that. Yes. And a lot of times, you know, I was home alone to cook, and I'd, I'd break out this beautiful steak or this. Uh, bacon wrap filet just for myself it was a little bit of heaven and now we got it for christmas and i'm going to tell you i'm going to tell you a lot about Omaha steak but i'm going to tell you what they provided for me the other night the best freaking hot dog i've ever eaten in my life i was like ah, hot dog whatever we had these omaha steak i don't know if they have any special no they're just called gourmet jumbo franks and it was so good i'm i'm not kidding 
he didn't even need like a bun or anything with it. He could eat it like, you know, like a meal. It was so good. Oh, I want more of these uh, gourmet jumbo franks. But this is, I have to say, say this a lot, but I mean it. This is a great holiday Christmas gift. I mean, it is something anybody on your list would love. The guy, the man, the father of your host. You know, the, the, who wouldn't love Omaha Steaks? The holidays, the Christmas holiday is coming up, and this is the perfect gift. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift that they are guaranteed to love. I believe that with all my heart. Nobody is not going to be happy if when they get the Omaha Steaks. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, into the search bar to order the perfect gift package for $99.99. You'll get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon wrap fillets, chicken breast, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use the code word Jerry, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers for free. This is a great deal. These burgers are awesome. I'm an expert on burgers. These are great burgers. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today, omahasteaks.com, and you'll get eight free burgers when you enter the code word Jerry, that's G-E-R-R-Y, achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. OmahaSteaks.com, keyword Jerry. Yeah, you and I split one of these perfect gifts. I, I, I have to say, I stole I prob- yeah, I stole what I, I thought was say, the best part. <laughs> I got the Omaha Steaks, but I didn't have a lot of steak. No, I took the, I, I wanted to try it. And I, I was going to give you a hard time, but I can't tell you how much so I enjoy good. the hot dogs so and good. the burgers. Yeah. They, they, you know, you forget when you get steak package because your first thing is thought is steak. But these these burgers and these dogs are so good. And I'm, I'm a burger dog kind of guy, you know. We had it on Saturday night, mm. just like I did when I was a kid. When I was a kid, we had hot dogs, but we always had like the cheap, whatever, generic ones. We didn't have Omaha Steaks dogs. We had burgers. I mean, we had beans and franks every Saturday night. It was kind of a thing. And uh, I wasn't complaining. I love them, but these are so damn good. But check out omahasteaks.com. Don't forget code word Jerry. What else am I doing? Oh, wait, before you do that, though, I just want to say, so it's a little bit different with this, though. It's in the search bar. I know Jerry said that, but I just want to reiterate that when you go to omahasteaks.com, in the top, you'll see a search bar. But put G-E-R-Y in there. You'll see Jerry's full name come up. Click on that. That's how you get to the deals. It's not in the checkout. It's in the search bar. Do it there. And you should, I mean, think of that. Less than 100 bucks. You're going to make oh, someone on your list very, very happy. It's like, you don't have to wonder, are they going to like this? Are they going to use this? You know, will this fit? This is just the greatest gift idea you can have. But uh, all right, we move on. What else have I got? Hone. Oh, we got Hone Health. Hone Health. Right. Hone Health. Yeah, I've been telling you about Hone Health. It's a comprehensive hormone optimization clinic that helps men get their energy back, helps them with focus, their libido, their muscle mass by addressing low testosterone. Hone offers at-home biomarker testing in-depth Physician video consults and FDA-approved medication delivered straight to your door. I'm telling you about this. You get to be a certain age. You don't have the energy you used to have it to make it through the day. You're having a hard time putting on muscle at the gym. Your libido is not what it used to be. Your hormones could be to blame. Did you know testosterone levels have decreased substantially over generations? Our father's generation had testosterone levels that were 25% higher than ours, which is kind of bizarre, but it is true. The thing is, it's not your fault. There are many factors such as environmental changes that are affecting our generation today. 30 million men in the U.S. have low testosterone that's affecting their daily life. Hone health can help. Testosterone is more than just a sex hormone. It affects energy, muscle mass, focus, and your overall mood. This will improve your mood. Hone helps men get Testing and treatment for low testosterone from the comfort of your home. It's easy. You collect the sample. You mail it in. Once the results are ready, you have a video chat with a real doctor. Doctors will recommend a personalized treatment plan based on your biomarkers and symptoms. Treatment includes FDA-approved medication delivered straight to your door. I'm not a medical expert. Hone Health is, and they'll be there with you every step of the way. Order Hone's easy-to-use at-home assessment test today. To learn your testosterone levels for a limited time, our listeners get a home, home testing and doctor consultation for only 45 bucks. Go to Hone, H-O-N-E, HoneHealth.com slash Callahan to take advantage now. That's Hone, H-O-N-E, Health.com slash Callahan. Just 45 
bucks. All right, we move on, Carano. Um, Got to get to the Patriots and the NFL, but we have to congratulate one Enos Cantor Freedom. Yes. If you haven't heard, today he becomes an American citizen. Nobody loves this country like Enos Cantor. I can't think of anything more appropriate than him. Boston Celtics center and superhero Enos Cantor. And he says he's going to officially change his name to Freedom or as uh, Kamala Harris calls him, Enos Freedom um, today. Now, this guy, as we've told you many, many times, it's just the balls because he does not let up. He does not say, I got to kind of ease up. I'm embarrassing people like the NBA or coaches or LeBron James. LeBron James doesn't need help. He embarrasses himself. We don't have to get into his antics last Wednesday when he was grabbing his junk because he had a shot. A 37-year-old guy with you know, uh, kids and grabbing his crotch because he hit a shot. It was just ridiculous. The NBA fined him $15,000. And as I pointed out, it's time for us all to admit, admit that the biggest star of his generation is a colossal asshole. He just is. And Enos Cantor has embarrassed him, calling him out for, you know, coddling China, for selling out to China, which he has done. And you know what I liked about what Cantor did? He was at, uh, they played the Spurs. By the way, he called the Nets owner, Joseph, I don't even know how you say his name, Cy, T-S-A-I. Cy. Called, he called the owner of the Nets a coward and a puppet. He does not... <laughs> He, he does not let up. He defends the Uyghurs. He attacks China. He says we should boycott the Olympics. He is just relentless, and I love him. And he was asked, uh, I mean, Greg Popovich was asked about uh, about Cantor and, you know, what he's doing is his activism and his calling out of China. And, and uh, Popovich, he gets credit. I'm looking at the Outkick story, and they say Popovich uh, praises Cantor for speaking out on China. This is all Popovich said. He said, I'm glad Enos speaks up when he feels like it. I think it's great. No reasons not to. Period. That's it. You give Popovich credit for that? For saying, I'm glad he speaks up? How about calling out China? Pop, you fraud. He won't do it. How about calling for them to boycott the Olympics? How about speaking up for the Uyghur Muslims, which Cantor does every day? Popovich and, and, and Kerr and, and LeBron and, and Silver hate this guy they hate him because he's exposing them as the phonies and the frauds and the sellouts they are and you just have to love it and i'm telling you we're going to see pictures he'll be posting on social media waving american flags and singing the anthem and and talking about how much he loves his country i'm just i i I love this guy and i hope he keeps it up and uh and i think he will because the olympics are coming up in beijing it's going to be kind of a big big deal um all right, I want to get to the Patriots, but first I want to mention, I got a question for you. Yeah. Why, why, if you're CNN, if you're the Washington Post, and you're, and obviously I understand, you know, you're obsessed with race, but certain things seem to be, Trump, whatever, a racial issue, seem to be, make it this, uh, irrelevant what the race is. A guy, eight days ago, again, again, a guy named Daryl Brooks, drove a maroon SUV into the parade, the Christmas parade, killed six people, including an eight-year-old child named Jackson Sparks, injured 60. Some of them are severe head injuries. I'm just reading about an 11-year-old girl who's had a kidney removed. She has a fractured skull and a fractured pelvis. Just unfathomable carnage from one murderous psycho, a guy who's an anti-Semitic, anti-white, a racist, a, 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 a career criminal who beat up women, abused children, I mean, tried to run over a woman with his car, who jumped bail, just the worst person. Why do you feel the need to cover for him, to, to uh, ignore him? It's amazing. We talked to the other day about the Washington Post putting on, an SU, uh, putting on a tweet saying, A, not am, A SUV caused this death. An SUV. They ended up deleting the tweet and rewriting it. But then CNN yesterday tweeted, it's been one week since a car drove through a parade. Not a career criminal, not a a, a black supremacist, not a racist, anti-Semitic scumbag. A car. A car killed six people. Would you ever hear, would you ever imagine that a gun killed three people in Kenosha? 
or a, a rifle killed without them saying the name Kyle Rittenhouse? They don't. Someone did a search. I think it was Benny. Benny Johnson did a search. CNN has never tweeted the name Daryl Brooks. They don't use his name. Now, I think I'm pretty uh, aware of what's going on in the news. I pay pretty close attention. Can you help me out? Why would you do that? Because you you, you, you're, hide, you're hiding something. You have some sort of agenda. You want to you wanna do some sort of narrative. Uh, but no, I mean, it, just like uh, inanimate objects don't do damage on their own. It takes someone to animate them and do damage with it. So it's not the car. It's the dude. It's not the gun. And why can't you dude. just say Daryl Brooks did I don't know. this? Uh, it doesn't make you. Uh, be, I, I don't understand their investment in this covering for him. And uh, I don't know if you saw, but it wasn't on the front page of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. I saw that. Like the next day or two days later, yeah. it wasn't on the front page. They're getting little blurbs. They didn't get, there's no coverage. They're not in Waukesha. It's a the huge tragedy. It's a huge tragedy. They'll call they'll call it a mass murder or mass uh, a mass shooting if it's two or three people. This is sixty people. This right. with with six dead so far. Is that is that what it is? Six. And I believe yes. Uh, uh, five dancing grannies and, and the, one eight year old child. Yeah. And so there may be more. This it's, is mass. It's, this mass. is. I'm going to go out and say it. it's worse than what happened in Kenosha. It's worse I, than it Kyle Rittenhouse shooting two scumbags. It's worse than January sixth. It's one of the worst things we've seen in this country in our lifetimes. This kind of carnage. There's innocent people at a Christmas parade, and the media just wants it to go away. Why? Because it makes the DA look bad. It's just amazing. It's just such. I mean, they're just such. Because I mean, they don't want to connect. People. They don't want to. They don't want to connect it as a some sort of um, response to the Rittenhouse verdict, or they don't want to. Is that why? Or because he's he's got connections to Black Lives Matter? Like what? What's the purpose of keeping this guy's name out of the As I tweeted, I I think the SUV was just mad at the rifle. (laughs) The the SUV is mad at the rifle in Kenosha. So that was the SUV's reaction. It's just insane. It's bizarre. They're going to be forced to cover the trial, I guess, but they'll spend their time like defending the DA that lowered the bail, that wants no cash bail, that Chisholm scumbag. It just, why, why don't you put all your little agendas and your race thing aside for something this egregious? You know, this, this insane, this violent, this immoral, this just, it just seems crazy that you'd never use his name. Because why? Because he's black? So what? Just insane. I would have been telling you about Shake Concrete for a long, long time. Today, we're sitting with the man who makes it all work, the man in charge of the whole place, my brother-in-law, Greg. Hey, Greg, seems like business is booming at Shake Concrete. We're cranking that out, Jerry. Well, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering, what's holding you back these days? We could use some good help. You need people? We need people. How many people do you need? At least 20 people. 20? Well, what kind of people? We have positions driving trucks, working in the production plants, estimating engineers, all kinds. You need any podcasters? You <laughs> know, we do have the precast podcast. Well, I, I think it seems like a great place to work, as I tell people. It's a family atmosphere. You guys are good to your people. There's a great gym here at the headquarters. Uh, what's holding you back? Why can't you find people? Besides being to work on time, you have to pass the drug test. Ooh, <laughs> you have to pass a drug test. That's all it takes. All right, if people want to uh, come see you, they want to talk, what do they have to do? Bunch of ways. They can, if they want to be a team member, they can go to shakeconcrete.com, fill out an application. They can come to our, any of our offices. We got four locations. They can call me up directly. They can email jobs at shakeconcrete.com. And you'll give them a hat? And you'll we'll give them a hat. Hats. Yep. All right, sounds good. Shakeconcrete.com. I saw a really cool, uh, nice cafeteria here. Can we go have lunch? Oh, absolutely. We got empanadas and chicken. <laughs> Excellent. I don't know what they are, but I'm going to go have an empanada. All right, let's quickly go go to the Patriots, the best sure. team in the NFL. All right? And I'm not kidding. I know they're not the first seed. They're the two seed, but they've won six in a row. Six in a row. And by the way, Carano, uh, in those, they've won those six uh, uh, games by a total of 148 points. That's an average of 20-something points. This average score is like 35 to 11 in those six games. They just beat Tennessee, which was the higher seed. I know they had a lot of injuries, but Tennessee was – a lot of people's pick to you know go to the uh, go to the Super Bowl. I told you three weeks ago, the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. I'm I'm, I'm close to saying they're going to win it. I'm close. To, I don't know whether they're playing the Tampa Bay Bucks or the Green Bay Packers, one or the other. But 
it is an amazing coaching job by Belichick and Josh McDaniel. I think Mac Jones is a having a great rookie year. Every week he just looks better, more he comfortable. A, he played a better game. This there were no turnovers. He played a better game. He didn't. Right. He, his completions weren't as high. He was like I don't know, twenty-one for thirty, twenty-two for thirty, or something. But but he made he didn't make mistakes. Um, yeah. They are crushing teams. That's the crazy part. They're not beating teams. They are destroying them. Destroying. The they last certainly four. are. And it's this is Bill Belichick's sixth undefeated November. I just read yeah. that little fun fact. I'm going, what? That is just an amazing run. I think a lot of people were hoping he'd come crashing back to earth without Brady. It certainly looked that way when they were two and four. But when you watch them, they just have they're better prepared. Mac Jones has open receivers. He doesn't have great playmaker on the outside, but they the play design gets these guys open. They're open. And he hits them in stride most of the time. And he he, he knows what to do when the pressure's on, like when they're coming after him. He's smart. He's composed. All right, I made a quick list. Not only is he better than all the other rookies, we know that. He's mm. better than Zach Wilson. He's certainly better than uh, Trevor Lawrence and Josh uh, uh, Justin Fields. Uh, all those teams are looking at the Patriots saying, what did they see that we missed? Why, did we <laughs> yes. wait? Why didn't we take that guy? He's not only better than all the rookies. Just a quick list. Here's who else he's better than. I'm just going to go out and say it. Uh, Baker Mayfield, Ryan Tannehill, Tua, Jalen Hurts, Kirk Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo, Teddy Bridgewater, Matt Ryan, Justin Herbert, Jared Goff, Jameis Winston, and Ben Roethlisberger. He's better than all those guys. Yes. There's not one you'd take this week over him. This week when they play the Bills on Monday Night Football. And you know what you don't worry about if you're a Patriot fan or a Patriot coach? You don't worry that, uh-oh, it's Monday Night Football. It's the Bills. I don't know that Mac Jones can handle it. He handled it in Alabama wonderfully, as we know. He had an incredible uh, this year last year. It was like 45 touchdowns and I don't know what it was, five picks or something. Just a great season under the pressure you're in when you play for Alabama. And he hasn't missed a beat coming into the NFL. And I laughed out loud yesterday as I watch the Patriots and then see the highlights of Carolina. Cam Newton, 5 for 21 for 92 <laughs> yards, a 5.8 rating. Yeah. Cam Newton sucked last year here, and he's even worse this year worse in coach. Carolina. And it was about three months ago that there were actual people in New England saying that Cam Newton was going to start, that Mac, Mac Jones wasn't ready. And I'm watching this, as you know. We talked about it. So this is crazy. Cam Newton already is nowhere near the quarterback Mac Jones is. He heard, can't make the throws. I heard, not you know, the rare chances or rare opportunities that I was listening to EI in the morning. Wiggy was was ticked that they that they let Cam Newton go and that Mac and uh, Mac was going to start. It make he was a football. Is that player true? Too. Because yeah. <clears throat> as you know, I don't listen, but uh, people were tweeting at me saying Wiggy's going to be very upset. I'm going Wiggy. And I guess, you know, Wiggy does, <clears throat> he, I guess Wiggy was really uh, a big Cam Newton guy and wanted them yes. to sign him to a new contract. Yes. Oh, my God. How do you not I mean, know the difference between the two players, Wiggy? Come on. I mean, I mean he, he knows the black player from the white player. Wiggy's, Is that what that was with Wiggy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, honest to God, you couldn't watch for five minutes and not see that Beck Jones was far superior. He just makes the throws, makes them accurately, makes them quickly. Cam Newton doesn't do any of that. Cam Newton, again, eight touchdowns and 11 picks last year. I mean, I'm not as down on Newton as you were last year because he did have a lot of yards on the ground as well. So I think he was probably a net positive. But in terms of just a, a pocket passer, someone who's reading the defense, there's there's no comparison. I mean, Mac you just let better. you let Josh McDaniels draw up a play and then you and you look for the open receiver and you make the throw and you make it quickly and you make the quick decision it ain't about running the ball. And Cam Newton couldn't do that. He wasn't an accurate thrower all year. It was this kid is yes. Mac Jones is an accurate throw, Very good player. quick, quick release. He's like a he's like a young Tom Brady. He really is. I don't know how long it'll last, but so far, till he blows out a knee, they're in good shape. They're gonna go to the playoffs. They're gonna you know, maybe have home field, which is a, which is a big deal. And their defense is playing spectacular football. And yeah. I mean, they're. It's, they're just much better than anyone expected at this point. And now they got a pretty interesting stretch where you play Buffalo on Monday night, then you have a bye, then you got to play Buffalo again. It's going to be, uh, uh, it's going to be a wild stretch run. And then they got a 17th game, which is stupid. That's but, stupid. And I mean, they don't playoffs. I mean, it's still regular season on like January 8th. You know, it's, it's, uh, 
dumb. I don't know why. I guess I do know why it was for the money, but, uh, all right, we got to leave it there. Carano, uh, anything else? I'm looking forward to tomorrow. <clears throat> the laptop from hell comes out. I'm looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to seeing Enos Cantor Freedom celebrate his new citizenship. God, I love that guy. I hope he, uh, I hope he gets a lot of coverage on this. And I will miss, again, to my, uh, <sighs> to my relatives in Botswana. Sorry, you can't come. It's all Joe Biden's fault. All right, this, this. This, uh, did you did you enjoy your little uh, unquarantined, unvaccined? Uh, yeah, it was just me, my mom, and my wife, and uh, the rest of the family did their own thing. That's fine. That's up to them. I I didn't want to make a fuss about. It. Like I don't care if you don't if you're uncomfortable with me being there. We're we had steak and uh, I made mashed potatoes. My wife made pie. It was it was fantastic. You're gonna do the same thing at Christmas. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I don't know what'll happen if uh, if they're requiring um, me to get tested and not everybody else to get tested. I think that's a political move and not oh, a logical. You had, you had steak on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm not a big turkey guy. I don't care. Uh, so what? It's Thanksgiving. It's like you got to do it. It was <clears> last <throat> minute when this happened. Oh really? Yeah, last minute when I knew it, when I figured. Oh, you whipped out, out, out a couple go. of uh, Omaha steaks, <laughs> right. threw them on the grill. That's right. <clears throat> yeah, I, I I had hot dogs. They were good. No, I, I, I had hot dogs. Cool. All right, we shall leave it there. Thanks to everybody for watching, for listening, and uh, for commenting. Thanks to you, Matt Carano. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will do it again tomorrow. Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information.